This is Dr. Bill Parker, and you're listening to the RHS Magnet Spotlight Podcast. ready? Yes, go. All right. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome to the RHS Magnet Spotlight. This is Dr. Bill Parker, and I'm here, as always, with Eric Archella. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back. All right. We've made it three episodes in. We joke. We haven't been canceled yet. We have not. And if you're listening to episode three, we've got our hooks into you now. That's it. If we're going to get canceled, it'll be from from this one. <laughs> we, there's, we've got a loose cannon with us here. We've got... Uh, We've got one of our one of our illustrious teachers with us here. Someone who has been at this school um, through several leadership changes as one of the senior staff here on our. Uh, she, matter of fact, she just stuck her hand up that she's had five principals here. Wow, five, five, five. Can you name them all? Can yes, you I can. Yes, I can. Yes, we will go. Bishop, Reed, Duvall, Pickett, and Brunner. And, and now, now Mr. Cho. And now Mr. Cho. Oh, yes. That's six. That is six. That is, that six. is six. I've actually been really looking forward all week since we talked last week and said, you know, can we can we record this week? Because I just thought you've seen it. You've been here. You've <laughs> you've seen it. And you've probably forgotten more stories about this this place than most of us know. Well, I have to say one year we had an art room in B Hall with no sinks. They were doing the renovations, and I can't remember what part of the renovations mm-hmm. they were doing. And basically, we had to use the custodial hall uh, lock room right there in E Hall. Oh, like oh, wow. to get like water. Mop buckets. Yes, that's where we had to yeah. get water. Wow. Our, our room was actually right here in this office. That's crazy. That's mm-hmm. wild. That was a while back. Yeah, it was. It was. Well, in the Great way times. of introductions, in the way of introductions, I just want to introduce everybody to Sonia Kruzleski. She is our department chair and magnet chair for the visual arts magnet here at Richardson High School, which which uh, is painting, sculpture, 2D, 3D, uh, visual arts. And then we also have the photography magnet. Right, right. And as a, a very, very large team underneath you, how many teachers are... Yes, we have a total of eight teachers. We started out with two. It, at the time I came, it was called District High School, and that was in 94. And there was only one other teacher here, and I started with Art One, Pre-AP, Art One. Really was a small, you know, it really didn't grow that much. And then the following year we added, and uh, we started, kept on adding. So you were here teachers. when the magnet program started then? Actually, no. My understanding, it started uh, in 87, I believe it was 1987. And we do have a teacher now that was going to school here at that time. Who was that? Mr. Moulton. Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, our newest member, as a matter right, of fact. Right, uh, right. We have a new member of our staff. He joined us uh, literally this week, right. uh, Todd Moulton. Right. Um, uh, for those of you that, that may remember, I believe his father was an assistant superintendent in the district. I um, believe so. Um, a couple decades ago, probably. Right, right. And so he, he's our newest addition, and uh, we've welcomed him. We really have a strong team of teachers that are dedicated to teaching the kids. And I think that's one of the reasons our department has grown and is strong in itself, because um, everyone loves what they're doing. 
and what they're teaching. And having an eight-teacher art department, that's pretty huge. Yeah, it is. It, it is. is. So go down the list. Let's talk about our department. Uh, let's talk about the people in the department. Just, um, just briefly give their name, what they teach, and then something that they bring to the department that just helps make it a, such a strong department. Okay. Uh, first off, Kate McKnight teaches a ninth grade magnet. She would be the one that would be interviewing the incoming eighth graders from the district as well as outside the district, uh, looking at their portfolios, seeing their strengths, seeing who is recommending them, getting to know them. Um, she's probably, uh, she's going to have a child in March, and one of the key things about Kate is her design. She's an amazing design artist, um, computer savvy, uh, color theory, excellent mixed media artist. Hillary Payne is uh, our drawing teacher, art one, a drawing teacher. She also is teaching AP art history right now. She brings computer. She's amazing at the computer and getting us uh, focused and getting our program together and and that like and uh, also drawing she loves drawing so um, Natalie Johnson is our sculpture teacher and ceramic teacher she is amazing at sculpture whatever medium she can possibly uh, reuse and create artwork out of she does it with the kids she's passionate about it and uh, so you can see a lot of the sculptures around from paper to metal to mixed media, whatever, whatever that girl can get her hands on and kids can plaster. Funny story about her. I stopped into her classroom uh, probably a week before Thanksgiving. Uh, I don't remember why. I think I stopped in to just to check in on her, make sure something uh, that she got a message. And I walked in and I looked and all these, everybody, all the students were working on sculptures, uh, clay sculptures at the time. Mm -hmm. And I walked through and um, I was amazed just at the quality of work mm -hmm. um, that was going, going into the, those sculptures. Right. Right. I think one of the key things is that um, if you're passionate about what you're teaching, it's going to show in the students' work, and the students know that you love it. And that's one of the key things about all of our teachers is if they don't know it, they'll find out. And one more fun fact about her, a lot of people don't realize, I've wondered for a long time why sometimes she walks around with a welder's cap on. <laughs> and then I walked into her room one day, and she was trying to fix this, this wire feed welder, and, and so she does work with metals as well, and, mm -hmm. and I helped her unjam the, the, the wire. Um, but it's just, it's incredible, just, like, when you talk about, about we do it from A to Z, I mean, mm -hmm. she really, really, from, a, from the different media that she mm -hmm. uses, it's incredible what they turn out in her yeah, classroom. Yeah, they're amazing. Tori Whitehead is our co swim coach as well as our ceramics teacher. Um, that's basically what she does. She loves ceramics. You can see her always working on her own work, which you have to in order for the students to understand the different techniques and how do you, you know, basically build. Then we have co Corey Bomar. He's been here three years. He's our digital um he teaches the beginning photography classes and amazing he's a photographer in his own right and also amazing digital communications teacher uh, loves his job loves the kids you can always see the kids in there working on um, you know on the computers and then we have Emily Cromwell 
She teaches the magnet photography. She will be the one who will be interviewing the incoming eighth graders who want to go into photography. Yes. They can do, um, basically, she teaches from ninth through 12th grade, and they end up doing the AP 2D design portfolio for junior or senior year. So that's a, that's a, a lot of different areas yeah. of, of art that they can, can delve into here at RHS, and that's really exciting um, yeah. to, to know that they have so many options. Yeah. Um, so what specifically then does a magnet student do at RHS? The magnet student pretty much in the ninth grade, they're doing uh, basically learning about technical skills, composition, improving their uh, you know, compositions and writing doing a lot of writing about their work and uh, their voice as an artist. When they go into the sophomore level, again, we are um, uh, basically tweaking their technical skills and composition. And also, too, the students are becoming much more confident in their voice as artists, and we prepare them for the AP portfolios. The students here have been very successful with the AP College Board portfolios, 100% passing rate. Um, They enter a lot of contests. We've had scholastic winners. We've had uh, students go on to state to the national levels. Um, What the main thing about the magnet students is the Normal magnet student will have two periods of art each day, and they build, it's more or less an independent study where the student builds a portfolio of 15 to 20 pieces of artwork where the student has uh, chosen a content or an idea that they want to illustrate in these works. It can be two-dimensional, three-dimensional, Uh, photography it can be any medium that they choose the teacher is there to guide them it's not the teacher's idea it's the student's idea the teacher is there to give them resources you know help them to find their research get the materials that the student needs to complete the artwork and be able to submit it teacher is there to motivate them you know, to make them realize that they are capable of doing this work. A lot of the students that we uh, encounter, and I'm sure our department's not the only one, is that building the students um, to motivate them to understand that they are capable of doing it. A lot of students don't feel like they are, and I'm sure it has to do with their age level but to make them be aware that there's nothing they can't do. You know, we're here to support them and uh, to feel supported. And one of the things I realized too, especially after the pandemic, is that um, we used to elaborate and talk about each other's artwork openly, but some of the students that I've realized is a lot of these essays are very personal. So it's it's just now, not it always was before but even more now it's just me and them communication between me and them unless they want to ask their peers for guidance but uh i've come to realize that has been an opening for these kids 
you know, to become confident in their abilities and in themselves and to succeed. We just found out uh, this week one of our seniors just received a $25,000 scholarship oh, per wow. year. Wow. From Kansas City Art Institute. That is very cool. nice. And that's just the first one. So they're starting <laughs> to come in. So uh, that's basically the, um, the reason for this magnet is you are an artist and we're going to make you succeed. So one of the things that I like whenever I'm uh, bringing visitors to see the campus or uh, say we're doing an interview with a teacher and we're walking through the building is I always take them up Sea Hall. Um, and it's very obvious that we're going into the art wing at that point because <laughs> we start to see uh, sometimes things hanging from the ceiling and, and um, color the walls. We see color and we see art. And, and there's even a section there on Sea Hall where where the ceiling tiles are, have been pulled and have been, some of them painted. Some of them actually somehow have some sort of 3D scapes mm -hmm. on them. Tell right. me about, about how, how we showcase our student work, both in-house and outside of school. Okay, one of the things that, well, the ceiling tiles, um, we were pretty much known for that, and a lot of the other campuses are doing it as well. And uh, the ceiling tile is their last hurrah. So if you notice that they're all different, and this yes. is the student's last hurrah, and they know that. So that, for example, they come back in five years or 10 years. They always come back and look for their tiles. Sure. And uh, in fact, we just had a student who is at Chicago that was here this week and was looking for a tile and uh, doing quite well in Chicago, actually, at Art Institute of Chicago. But... Um, we showcase the students. That's one of the things about the magnet. The student realizes mm -hmm. once they become a, a magnet student, they are pretty much mandatory required to enter contests because that's what we're known for. Sure. What are some of the yeah. contests that we, that we enter? We do the PTA Reflections. We do uh, the Visual Arts Scholastic event. Right now I'm getting work for the Blueprint Gallery, which is uh, by the Crescent Hotel downtown. Um, we display at for the Eisman show. The students, senior students, get to um, sell their work at the Cottonwood Art Festival in the spring. Um, the Richardson Library show, Young People's uh, Scholastic event. TVAA, which is sponsored by the University of Texas in um, Dallas. And um, we had people do the... Um, Dart bus. The dart, dart bus. That's uh, right. We did the calendar. We we've done the, um, the FC Dallas. FC Dallas calendar yep. in previous years. I, I can tell you, I've gotten off a plane and I've gone to on my way to, to baggage claim at, at uh, Love Field, yes. and I've seen our our students' artwork right. in cases at uh, at Love Field. Right. Right. That's yeah, it's always a surprise. Like you're just bus. in the community and you like at the Eisman Center and you just look up on the wall and you see. All the work by RHS students, and right. it's exciting. Yeah, we talked about this a little bit in our first episode, Eric. I mean, Richardson, Texas. Like when you think of a community that supports the arts, whether it's music, mm -hmm. whether it's theater, whether it's visual arts, Richardson, Texas, is like the epicenter. Mm -hmm. um, you know, for this area, I can't think of another town really. I mean, maybe you get up towards Denton. You know, mm -hmm. there's a lot of art in Denton, uh, and not to put down any of our surrounding communities by right. any means, but as a community, as a city, city of Richardson, RISD, 
is it just it's so incredibly supportive of the arts of, of all genres. Well, honestly, I I think that's one of the reasons I've been here so long is because this district has always supported the visual arts. You know, we were part of the O'Donnell Foundation for almost 15 years, and one of the most uh, rewarding things about the being in that foundation was the support of the arts. They helped pay for AP exams for the students. They rewarded the students if they had a passing score. They rewarded teachers. And so that really, really inspired us to build on it, you know, because mm. they, you know, they were one of the key elements in helping us a lot. And not only our school, they also helped a couple other campuses in our district, but we were one of the main ones for a long time. I love knowing now that the ceiling tiles are the the seniors that are leaving and leaving their mark. We do something similar in the uh, theater department. We've got a a back hallway where we staircase up in our catacombs that um, (laughs) they each get to paint a brick when they leave. But I love that our alumni have some history and some connection to our school that's lasting. Can you talk a little bit about some of the alumni we have uh, that have been successful or that we've seen around? Oh my gosh, we have so many. Kathy Tran is one of the ones that comes to mind. She's an amazing, she's an entrepreneur, she's a photographer, uh, graduated from our program 2011, I believe. I think so. I think so. We have teachers here. Our animation teacher graduated from here. Emily Cromwell, our photography magnet teacher, graduated from here. I didn't realize Emily came to RHS. Yes, she did. She graduated from here. We have quite a few teachers in the district that graduated from here. We have a pair of... Sounds familiar. (laughs) We have a brother-sister, Emily Anderson. She's a professor at, I believe, USC or in California. Uh, Her brother was doing restorations for the... And working in the library, if I'm not mistaken, for Smithsonian. Uh, Lawrence Young was a designer for cars. Let's see, we uh, have professors that, te- that teach at colleges. Mm-hmm. We have quite a few architects that graduated from here. Um, My buddy uh, Jordan Fraker oh, yes, has Jordan. become, <laughs> he's become the headshot guy in Dallas for actors wow. and, and play production photos. Um, they love class. his work. Yeah. Um, not just as a photographer, but also his like editing abilities to go back and mm-hmm. um, tool the photos. It's really awesome. That was a great class. That his class was a great. I had some great classes. I can't say there's. I just love them. I love the kids. They're fantastic. Well, it shows. It shows in in the respect you give them. It shows in the the amount of growth that we see uh, from ninth grade through twelfth grade. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I think. I think it's 100% very evident how much you love those students. I do. I have, You know, one of the key things about, I think, if you have a strong department and the kids know that all the teachers within that department care about them, you know, that's the cool thing about being a visual artist. We all are strange in our own little way, but we're all here to help the students succeed. And uh, that's the beauty of it. And, you know... I don't live in the district. I live pretty far. I am a workaholic, I have to say. If I lived over here, I'd probably be up here all the time. So <laughs> it's a good thing I don't. But, uh, you know, uh, it's a beautiful school. It always has been. And our 
our administration has always supported us, and that's one of the things, key elements, is you have key people. You know, if you think of it as a business, a business can't run unless the leaders. And, you know, I'm not the best at computers. I look to my fellow peers to help me with that, you know, and they come to me for advice. I mean, I'm the old school. That's what I was going to say is as far as leadership and support, um, Sonia is definitely one of the, the big <laughs> leaders on our campus, and uh, people Thank do you. go to her with, with um, anything. And, yeah. um, like, one of the things that um, – we started doing a few years back was I, I went to Sonia about um, her kids making some art for our productions um, and she didn't bat an eye. She was like, yeah, we'll do it. Yeah. And she, she um, embraced the idea and loves cross-curricular uh, work and, and loves showcasing her students in any way she can. And um, Thank you. I terrific have to, leader. I just want to say this too. That's what one of the, a couple of the students, not just one, a lot of the students said that about our school is that everybody here is giving. You know, you can just feel it when you walk the campus. Is that you need something, I'll help you out. You know, we're not, we just help each other out. And I think that's what makes us a strong campus. Well, it does. I think, I think everybody talks about the Eagle family. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't, we don't talk about us as an entity. We really right. we talk about ourselves as a family. And, right. and I think, I think it, just everything you've you've said about the art department right now feeds into that, and it should be evident to anyone who's listening. Mm-hmm. You know how we feel. And I think one of the things too, it's funny because uh, you always hear about teachers. Well, is anybody leaving? Because I'd really like to come to your campus. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you know. Right. On that note, on that note, let's have some fun. Okay. Let's have some fun. You ever watch inside the the actor studio? No, but okay. I've heard about it. Okay, so so. Oh God. James Lipton has this do? thing where he asks <laughs> questions of them. So, okay. so we're, we call this segment five, five Questions with Dr. Pete. Okay. And so what I'm going to do is I've got three questions that I'm going to ask both Eric and Sonia. Okay. And then we've got five questions just for you. Oh, God. All right? Buckle up. All right. First question. I'm going to start this first question with Mr. Archell. Oh, jeez. All right. Who is your favorite band or musical artist? Oh, easy. Radiohead. 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 I'm a huge Radiohead fan. Um, yeah, just like their entire catalog. I think they're the most incredible band ever. Um, and then I would say locally, Old 97s. I'm a huge fan. Is it, so would that be, you're a Radiohead head? Radiohead. Yes. Radiohead squared? <laughs> um, Radiohead squared. Yes, I like, I like that. Awesome. Perfect. Ms. Kruzleski, who's your favorite musical artist? The Thelonious Monk. Nice. Okay. Very good. Weather Report. Very good. Back. Yes. Nice. Is there a specific music you like to draw or paint to? Like what inspires you to listen to? Jazz? Jazz. Jazz. Okay. Mm -hmm. Very good. I'm going to start with you on the second question. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. You've been given an elephant. Okay. You can't give it away. You're not allowed to sell it. So what do you do with the thing? You sit them next to you in the living room while you do Wonder Word and ask them for advice. All right. Eric? Um, I, I don't know. I've come up with a, with a punny, <laughs> punny T-shirt about the elephant in the room, uh, and then I would just wear it all the time so that people would know, don't, don't pay attention to the elephant in the room. Hey, I like that. Yeah. That's very, it, you kind of, it goes, yours goes with hers. It's perfect. Uh, yeah. Sorry, everybody. I, that sounded like a much better question uh, before we put it out there. But I'd be very happy because elephants are adorable. But they, they never forget. 
They That's don't. what I hear. Except to take showers because they're always smelly in the pachyderm area. They are. Mm. Eric, what did your parents do for a living growing up? Uh, my mom actually was a... Um, before she had kids and got married, she was in the fashion industry and did uh, a lot of fashion design. Um, and she gave that up to be a mom. Um, and my dad's kind of jumped all over, but he's mainly consulted. And um, my dad was an Olympian in the 88 Olympics, um, did biathlon. Really? Um, yeah, he was the oldest person in that event, but he was uh, for Puerto Rico. Um, wow. He just wanted to compete. And so they uh, created a... a a biathlon team for him and he competed with for Puerto Rico. Wow. Um, and then, uh, yeah, he's just done a lot of stuff all over the place. Uh, he used to be in construction and then consulted in other things. Sweet. Tell me about your parents, Sonia. My dad was self-employed wholesale fruit and vegetable broker. He drove, uh, 18 wheelers for a living. He owned nine of them. And um, basically, he didn't graduate from high school. He uh, pretty much went to the eighth grade and then went out and did work. And uh, taught me how to drive, and so I'm an aggressive driver. I don't mind it. But, uh, (laughs) you know, he was a truck driver. What can I say? Um, Mom was a stay-at-home mom. She had six of us. So, you know, good old Catholic family. There you go. But uh, had a great childhood. Can't complain. Had a great childhood. We ate mainly fruit and vegetables because that's what Dad brought home. Sure. Mom had to learn how to cook everything. <laughs> All right, you ready? You ready for your questions? Uh-oh. Your solo questions? Yes, sir. Go All ahead. All right, we're gonna we're gonna since you're an artist, we're gonna Uh-oh. give you an artist question to begin okay. with. I want you to describe the color red without using any color descriptor. Okay. Um, close your eyes. You are outside. And it's like 120 degrees. And you have socks on. For some reason, you wore socks. And you're sitting outside, and all of a sudden, you feel this wave of heat going to your head. And it's just burning. And you can't figure out where it's coming from. It's the socks. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. I didn't know where that was going, but that was good. That was good. Thank you. That You're welcome. Oh, All right. Ooh, I like this one. What part of the human face is your favorite? The eyes. And why? Because the eyes are to the, to the opening of the soul of the person that has them. What part of the human face is the most difficult to draw? The nose. The nose. I, I agree. Because... The nose is implied. There's only two holes where your nostrils are. And trying to tell those kids, it's implied. It's shadows that makes it stand out from the face. It's true. No, it's it's hard. It is shadows. It's shadows in negative space. It's all shadows. The way that you you try to emulate a 3D structure on a 2D. uh, Right, right. And I think one of the key, one of the main problems that people have is is that teaching these kids and is that getting using a grid all the time teaching these kids to use a grid and when they come here trying to break them away from it now not all kids will be able to break away from it but when you can teach a, a student to draw from observation 
that opens a whole new spectrum for them because I tell them all the time, when you're sitting there at Starbucks, get off your phone, just sketch. Yeah. And you're going to be sketching and sketching, and somebody's going to look up and look at you, and you're going to look down, and you're going to go, oh, my gosh, she's right. You're sketching so hard, somebody's going to feel it. I do it all the time. I do it when I'm in the airport, in the airplane, wherever I am. That So just draw. You just got to keep drawing and have that confidence that pay attention. Your eyes are telling you what to draw. Listen to what your brain's telling you. Don't use an eraser. Just draw. All right, next question. No pressure. Right. <laughs> Who is your favorite podcaster these days? Podcaster. I'm telling you, I listen to Kevin Hart. All right. Yeah. He's so yeah. honest. He is. With his uh, comedians. And when you're listening to him, I, I just started listening to Kevin Hart. And I also listen to... K-E-R-A. Um, you know, I just, I enjoy when I'm riding the bike because I ride the bike and I listen to podcasts. Do you ride a traditional bicycle or a Peloton? It's, are you serious? Teacher's <laughs> salary, a Peloton? Give me a break. No, I didn't know. I went to Amazon, $200 bike, Perfect. especially during pandemic. And now my I got my husband on it. Besides, that's his exercise. Perfect. So that's good. Yeah, Perfect. it is. That's good. Get fresh air and yeah, dodge cars. <laughs> it's right. true. It's true. Yeah, um, exercise. Who do you who do you look up to the most? As being a person that a lot of people around campus look up to, um, who, who's somebody you know that you look up to and admire? And then who's somebody that just in the world that you look up to and admire? Somebody in the school? Uh, just in your life? Who do I look up to in the school? Chris Choate. Absolutely. I think we all do. I think he has to have that optimism to deal with everything. You know, we're only seeing a small spectrum. He's in an our iceberg. Hallway. That's it. That's it. He has to be. Sure. You know, Dr. Parker, you you also. Well, thank you. I mean, you guys, Michelle um, King, you know, her sarcastic attitude, you know, what she can say and like god dog i wish i would have said that you know? <laughs> you know i mean i look up to the administration we have a strong administration that supports us you know like a lot of people can't say that yeah yeah a lot of schools a lot. can't say that the the admin employees really shoulders a lot i mean to take it off the teachers what shoulders. <laughs> what's happening in the world you get fired on an email or a text mm -hmm. give me a break yeah. what happened to Humanity. Humanity. Decency. Decency. Yeah. Morality. Sure. You know, everything's just, but it's a pendulum. It goes is. back and forth. I've seen it through the administration, you know, five years, you see a lot. Uh, All right. So this is the part where we're going to kind of wrap things up here a little bit. Um, this is your elevator speech. Uh, we need to, we need the <laughs> listeners to know why they need to choose the visual arts or photography magnet what makes us special, what makes us different, how can we help this student grow from point A to point Z over the course of four years, and then what are the requirements to get into the visual arts or photography magnet? The students need to submit a portfolio, uh, either photography or visual arts, uh, 
Ms. McKnight has a specific requirements, and they can find that online. And I believe so. They'll find the uh, information online. And um, basically bring us examples of the requirements. If you don't have everything, that's fine. You know, if you are three-dimensional and you like that kind of artwork, then bring more of that. You know, but we do expect that. We'd like a recommendation from a teacher or, you know, someone you know. And um, you need to have an 80 average at least, you know, 85 average. Um, there are situations that we understand and circumstances that, um, you know, might be in the way, but just talk to us, you know, come for an interview one-on-one and talk to us. The difference between our campus and the other campuses is we look to the student as a challenge. And we want them to realize that whatever they are capable of doing, we are going to get it out of them. And we won't stop until they can succeed both visually, three-dimensionally, or through photography, or digitally, animation. Whatever we can provide for them, we will. And that they are able to ask us questions you know, and succeed. And, and I, that's I, basically it. I, I've been very impressed recently at seeing the digital work that yes. you have students are cranking out, yeah. um, that they're really staying up with the current trends and the um, the new, new ways to create. And, um, yeah, it's just always really incredible to see their work. Well, I'm glad you said that because that's one of the things that I've uh, really noticed is that a student – a lot of the kids know more about digital artwork using the iPads mm-hmm. and everything. And can I use this? Of course you can use that. You know, if you want to do all your artwork that way, by God, do it. You know, be confident in what you're doing. Our job is to teach them new technical skills. Right. Succeed with it. Be confident mm-hmm. with it. Compositionally, craftsmanship, you know, when you're presenting your work to a uh, college, you never say, well, I wish I would have done this. You never do that. You look them in the eye, have confidence, shake their hand. This is my work. Right. This is why I did it. This is why I did right. it. Right. You know, positive. Always be positive. Well, I think you I think you and everybody in the department does a really good of checking all of those boxes as far as, you know, teaching students what they're capable of and teaching them techniques and, and demanding, um, not even demanding, but commanding um, them to own their abilities mm-hmm. and to drive their, their, their self-improvement. Uh, and then, of course, to have that confidence and to move on. I think, I think you and, and the whole crew just really do a great job of helping check all those boxes. Well, I think one of the things, too, is that I'm hoping, um, I'm pretty sure our whole department is this way, is that we don't expect anything less of them, just like the students shouldn't expect anything less of their teacher. That's right. And our job as magnet teachers is to help them, you know, grow, be independent little thinkers, higher level thinkers, basically. If any of y'all have ever been to a KISS concert, <laughs> when KISS takes the stage, they say, you wanted the best. You got the best. Ladies and gentlemen, the greatest rock band in the world, KISS! 
And as you're talking, that comes to my mind. So parents at home, if you want the best, we've got the best. Mm -hmm. The Richardson High School Visual Arts Magnet is the absolute best um, art department that I've ever experienced and can think of. So if you, you want, if you want the best, send your kid over here to this magnet. I, I truly believe that. I totally agree that too. I don't know if you want to put this at the end of it or not, but out of the four high schools, we're the best. So that's all I'm going to say. And with that, <laughs> we're just going to remind everybody um, that uh, some of our magnet activities that are coming up right now, um, our junior highs are going to be, ha be having a Magnet Connect Day on January 13th, where we're going to uh, currently, um, any, any student in the eighth grade at any of our feeder schools can get a field trip uh, permission slip from their counselors. Uh, they will qualify them based upon grades and behavior, and then they can sign up to come over on the 13th to tour our magnets and, um, and see what we have to offer. And then they'll join us at what we call Eagle Celebration, uh, January 17th, where we celebrate all the magnets. The parents can come join them um, and kind of tour the school and take a look at our magnet programs. And, and also Eagle Celebration, you know, we start in the auditorium, and that's kind of fun where they get a taste of what being an Eagle is all about. Uh, we have the band playing. We have the cheerleaders in there. We a lot of times have the, the Desperados do a little dance and share with them a little bit of the culture mm -hmm. um, that is not necessarily magnet culture, but it's RHS culture, and it really... I think sets the tone for the evening's events. Um, so please, please uh, make plans to join us on, on January 17th. And that online application opens that day, the 17th, um, so you can apply for the magnets. That's right, and that application will be open until uh, midnight on the 31st. Um, the information, the URLs, they'll be available on our magnet website, our school website. Uh, they'll be available on the district website. Um, and we are also going to be sending out some Blackboard Connect notices uh, to make sure everyone has that link. Um, the application is online as well as they will set their interview times um, as part of that application process and in, in, in its entirety. Well, Sonia, I want to thank you. This has been fantastic today. Uh, I've looked, like I said, I've looked forward to this all week. Um, you're always fun to talk to, and um, thank you. and uh, I think you you just lend so much to us here. I have to say, I think that's what keeps me going. Is I love my job. I love mm -hmm. coming to work every day. Awesome, Eric. Do you have anything else you want to throw in here today? We love you. We do. I love, we love you, you guys, Sonia. man. You're fantastic. Thank you. Well, it's been it. wonderful having you here, Eric. As always, it's a pleasure to co-host with you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me, and everybody, thank you for listening. All right. For everybody at home, we're going to try to squeeze in one more episode after this before Christmas break. We're going to try to get our uh, law magnet uh, teacher, Mr. Bufkin, in here, uh, the wild man of B-Hall, uh, to have a quick chat with us next week, maybe. Sustained. <laughs> Sustained. All right. Yeah. Well, folks, thank you. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thank you all for being here. Sonia, we love you. Thank you. I love you guys, too. And as always, we'll see you down the road. Thank you for listening to the RHS Magnet Spotlight. For more information on our programs, please find us on the Internet at www.rhsmagnet.org. You can also find us on Twitter at RHS underscore magnets. 